0: Good morning and welcome. We are broadcasting live from the Quest Atlanta studios here in Roswell, Georgia. My name is Jeff Grebner, and I will be your host for this hour as we kick off the third day of the Pledge Drive. Myself, along with my beautiful wife Jamie, will be hosting this hour in uh, in regards to adoration.
1: Yeah. Good morning, everyone. We're here We're excited to share with you some stories about adoration and to support the Quest. We want um, to grow support for this the this Catholic radio station that we have here in Atlanta that shares uh, the joys of Christ with others.
0: So quickly, the phone number if you wanna if you wanna donate or just call in is four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Or you can go to thequestatlanta.com dot com and click the donate button. Uh, right now, it, it's it's fitting. We're talking about adoration just right next door we uh we have adoration going on in the, in the quest right now um so during this whole pledge drive we are praying for for you all the listeners uh praying for us for our words so if um, you get,
1: you can call up and um, to support the quest financially or if you just want to call in with a prayer request we will send that down to the adoration chapel and someone will be praying for your intentions
0: so a little bit about us, we met at college at Notre Dame, we've been married about 15 years, we have seven kids, we uh, attend St. Francis de Sales Catholic Church in Mablet- Mableton, and we love adoration. So we have a jam-packed hour, we're super excited to talk about some of the history of adoration in Atlanta, our journey in particular, and uh, you and know, share
1: just, some miracle stories.
0: Yeah, and the power of intercessory prayer as well, but first... We are going to start with a prayer, and this prayer that we're going to start with is uh, is typically a prayer that starts uh, adoration, it starts exposition. When the priest opens the tabernacle and incenses the Blessed Sacrament, the hymn, O Salutaris Hostia, is sung. The worshiper pours out his soul in aspirations of love, adoration, gratitude, petition, or contrition to the Sacred Heart of Jesus." Thus humbled for our love. So we'll start with prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
2: O soluta risostia queceli pan di sostium delabremont. Unitrino quae domino, eterna gloria, qui vitam sine termino, dubis no donet in portrait.
0: the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And when I said we are going to start in prayer, what I really meant was Jamie was going to lead us in prayer, of course. (laughs) But right now we're going to uh, turn it over to Rachel, and she's going to give us some updates.
3: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to day three, hour 13 of our Seek His Kingdom pledge drive. Um, Just a couple updates, so you may be wondering how we're doing thus far. Our total for the past two days is about $64,000. So thank you so much to all of our donors. Um, Thank you so much, please. If you haven't donated yet, but you are prayerfully considering donating, donating, um, this might be a great hour to do so. We have a goal this hour. So we were talking before the hour started, Jeff and Jamie and me, and we looked at last or at yesterday's nine AM hour. They got nine that oh, sorry, they got twenty calls in the nine AM hour yesterday. So we are shooting for twenty calls. How about in the first twenty minutes? Can we get twenty calls in the first twenty minutes? Easy easy perfect so we're gonna work for that yeah light up that phone line 470-508-1160 and you know what if you go to the questatlanta.com we'll count that as a call so 20 donors in the first 20 minutes maybe even 25 minutes but please go on and start calling and support Jeff and Jamie as they talk about adoration
1: so I know that uh Jeffrey was the one who introduced me to adoration and so you want do you want to share how you started out going to adoration
0: yeah, sure thing. So um, uh, I grew up here in Georgia, and I uh, went to St. Pius High School, and at St. Pius, we had a wonderful priest there named Father Scott Riley. He was a legionary of Christ, and uh, and he really introduced me to adoration, um, and just really helped me overall in, in my prayer life and in my relationship with Christ. And so during that time, while I was in high school, um, I would go to the Adoration Chapel, um, I would We would do benediction and exposition um, and, and really just fell in love with that. And um, and, and there was a chapel actually near St. Pius um, over at IHM, so not too far away. Uh, they had a 24-7 perpetual adoration uh, chapel, nice and beautiful small chapel. Uh, it's not there anymore, but uh, they, they built a, a nice beautiful church there now. Uh, but that chapel was really the start of my uh falling in love uh with adoration um and and really he just they, at that time my prayer life just kind of uh came alive and and the reason I I think I just fell in love with it so much is you know I just I, I love being in Christ's presence being there face to face um you know when we all love talking with friends and you know it's nice to talk to them on the phone and everything but it's much better in person right um well of course jesus is is our best friend and so i just i just loved being um, in that physical presence with him in the chapel
1: um yeah and, I, and for those who don't know what adoration is because we have listeners from all different backgrounds it's when christ is the body of christ the blessed sacrament is taken out of the ta- out of the tabernacle and placed in a monstrance a monstr- the word monstrance comes from monstrari, which means to show and christ is exposed and shown in the monstrance so we as worshipers can bow down before him and adore him hence called adoration of the blessed sacrament and i think often a lot of people ask well what do you do in adoration well you sit and you talk with christ you adore him you praise him you pour out your heart to him all of those things
0: so fast forward to college uh jamie and i met and uh, of course you know the one of the first things i wanted to do was to take her on a date to adoration and so that was our first date was to adoration uh, on campus on college campus there um we went, and, you know, funny story, I think Jamie actually wanted to go with me to adoration because the guardian before oh, I us, thought the guardian
1: before him liked him, and I wanted to make sure she knew that he was taken. <laughs> so I continued going with him to his hour. Uh, but, you know, Jeffrey really introduced me to loving adoration, and so Christ has always been at the center of our relationship in this way, and it's been a, a huge devotion for us. And so right now, if you— want to call up if you remember that ihm chapel that jeffrey was talking about that he used to go to in high school call up um call in and let us know and uh support the quest let us know you're praying for the quest the number is 470-508-1160 470-508-1160
0: yeah actually back to that uh chap at ihm there was a password that you had to the key into a little keypad in order to get into the chapel, and I, I remember it fondly cause, because to this day, that password is the same five digit code as the password that I use on all my devices. Is the uh, password? You might be
1: giving too much information. I might be. That's right. <laughs> Everyone so. knows the password to your phone now. If you if you were at IHM, um, if you, you might know. listen, if
0: you know that password. From 15 plus years ago, call in and I will match your donation up to fifty dollars. You tell me that password, and fifty dollars goes straight to the quest, in addition to your donation. So, um, so yeah, we uh, we continued our adoration dates through marriage, and um, and every time you know we, we go on a little date, we we make sure to go to the adoration chapel. Um, if not available, we'll, we'll go to the church as much as we can, but we try to keep Jesus. At the center of our relationship.
1: But even when we got engaged, uh, we right after we got engaged, it was late at night. It was 4th of July, late at night. And uh, you wanted to go straight to adoration to thank our Lord for our engagement, ask for his blessing upon our future marriage. And we went to the IHM chapel and it was we couldn't get in because... Yeah, they changed the password. They had changed the password. And um, so we were outside of the chapel and late at night, you know, guardians can't let you in if you're not uh, if you don't know the password. So, but that's
0: okay. We said a little prayer right outside the chapel. We
1: were close. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was still good. Uh, so, so fast forward. Uh, you know, we were a married couple now, and um, we settled in Atlanta, and we chose uh, Christ the King Parish to to be a member of. And and one of the reasons we, we chose that parish was because they had twenty four seven perpetual adoration. So we signed up uh, for one of those overnight hours together. Um, I really love the overnight hours. Uh, there's a lot of hustle and bustle and distractions during the day, and overnight you really can um, can focus in on on your time with Christ. And so we did that for a few years until um, our first child was born, Joseph.
1: Yeah, even when Joseph was born, we decided to keep the hour. So we were getting up in the middle of the night and just taking our baby with us to adoration. So the um, the three of us were in there with Christ and. I love that he would sleep in the just sleep in the, his car seat or we'd take him out, I'd nurse him we 'd hold him, but I love that Christ was there with him and showering his graces on on this our little baby and i I still see those graces showing up now and that he's he's twelve years old, he still loves going to adoration and being with
0: Christ There is nothing like meditating on christ's love for his children and for you with a baby in your arms just staring at that baby staring back at christ Uh, i remember going in there with joseph holding him and and just kind of and and just thanking god for for the gift of joseph and then just giving him back to christ saying he's all yours let his life our life uh be for you um so it was just a, a great experience and and so you know actually I think Joseph actually. I think we were reminded recently that Joseph actually learned to walk in that Adoration Chapel.
1: Yeah, he did. He took a few steps in there, and when when he got bigger and he was toddling around, um, and I I mean I know that Christ was just so overjoyed to have a little soul in there with him. Um, even in the middle of the night, you think there's so many things going on outside. Uh, cars are still going up and down that street um, in in Buckhead, but yet the chapel is quiet, and we're in there with. Christ keeping him company. So if you're listening, this is Jeff and Jamie on The Quest. We're uh, raising money for The Quest on Seek His Kingdom, the Spring Pledge Drive. So call in 470 508 1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com.
0: And I believe Rachel has a few donors.
1: Yes. Thank you so much to everybody who's donated
3: already this hour. I think I see five or six names on the list. So keep it up. Thank you guys. Um, Thank you to Mark M. from Atlanta. Joel M. from Marietta, Marianne C. from Dahlonega, Julie S. from Dunwoody, Kathleen K. from Atlanta, Margaret B. from Lillian, and it looks like another name is being typed that I can't see yet, so just a reminder to you guys, we have a a bell in studio that we were talking about this morning, and if you've been listening, you've heard about our bell. Um, Reasons that we can ring our bell, if we get a monthly donor, we can ring a bell this hour, If we get a station guardian, a station guardian is somebody who's willing to donate $100 or more per month. And so station guardian, we can ring a bell for you. A leadership giver is somebody who can make a one-time donation of $1,000. We'll ring the bell for you. Um, And for leadership giver and station guardian, you will also get this beautiful consecration to St. Joseph book, um, which was donated by RJD Construction, LLC. And we can also ring our bell if we meet our goal. So our goal is 20 calls this hour. So please keep calling, keep donating, and we can ring that bell. That number again is 470-508-1160
1: or go to thequestatlanta.com. Thank you so much for all those donations. I know Jeffrey really wants to ring the bell.
0: Yeah, actually, we have a uh, sales bell at my work and my coworkers hate it. So (laughs) I I don't get to ring it often at work. So I'm super looking forward to hopefully (laughs) ringing this bell. Uh, I think we can get at least one monthly monthly donor from this. Um listen all you Christ the King uh guardians. I know there's a lot of you listening. You do a phenomenal job. We're almost back uh since COVID to perpetual adoration again over there and uh thank you so much. We got a great sub uh list out there who's uh, honestly at the at the Christ the King chapel where we where we help out a little bit. Um I don't think a sub request goes untaken for more than about 20 minutes on average you got to stay close to that phone in order to to spend time with jesus in that christ the king chapel right now uh it is awesome it's phenomenal so uh any guardians at christ the king please uh please call in 470-508-1160
1: jeffrey Uh, i thought it'd be fun if you'd share a little bit about the history of adoration in atlanta For people, if I know a lot of people don't know the history behind it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So at Christ the King, so two years ago we celebrated 25 years of perpetual adoration. Um, It was a great, great ceremony, Um, and and in 25 years is just absolutely amazing. So back in 1992, when Bishop Donahue first became Archbishop, he wanted to start an adoration chapel. He was he he loved adoration and wanted to make sure that was central to his. Um, to his time here in Atlanta. So he reached out to Monsignor Kenny at the time and, and along with Carrie Allen at, at Christ the King. They um, took about a year or so to gather up all the guardians. They renovated the baptistry. They wanted three guardians per hour. They signed everyone up for for perpetual adoration. And on June fifth, nineteen 1994, the Feast of Corpus Christi, uh, there was a beautiful procession at Christ the King, and Bishop Donahue signed in as the first guardian of the Perpetual Adoration Chapel at 4 p.m., uh, back in 1994, and it's been going nonstop uh, ever since, almost 27 years now.
1: Yeah, we heard a great story about Bishop Donahue and adoration.
0: Yeah, so um, many of you know Deacon Brad Young from um, uh, St. Catherine of Siena Parish. He used to be at Christ the King. Well, he was a longtime guardian, I think, from the very beginning. Well, he told me this this story one time. Uh, where he would come for his 2 a.m. hour, and he would come and he would relieve Bishop Donahue because Bishop Donahue was the 1 a.m. guardian. Well, at 3 a.m., sometimes, you know, in the middle of the night, the guardians don't always show up or or they need a sub. Sometimes it's hard to come in the middle of the night. Well, who would come at at 3 a.m. to relieve Brad but Bishop Donahue again? And so his devotion and commitment to adoration, especially at, at Christ the King, to bookend... Deacon Brad's hours uh, is just absolutely testament to uh, how much time and energy he put into adoration.
1: I love uh, his heart for the Eucharist. I know that he wanted to start adoration because the belief in the true presence was waning. And so he wanted to help people realize that this is truly Christ in the Blessed Sacrament.
0: Yeah, so if anyone knows Deacon Brad Young, anyone goes to St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Kennesaw, Please call in 470-508-1160. We'll throw out another another match. If you know Deacon Brad or you go to St. Catherine of Siena, um any donation, either of those will, will match up to $25 of um of that donation. So thequestAtlanta.com, call in. Let's let's keep rolling with all those donations. Um and so the fruits of Adoration. In Atlanta, have been have been tremendous. Of course, it led to the Eucharistic Congress, um, which was the first one was in 1997, and now there's over 30,000 people annually. Uh, we'll get back on track with that hopefully soon with the Eucharistic Congress. Uh, but nine, there's nine, I would say, nearly perpetual adoration chapels around the Atlanta Archdiocese, and there's over 60 churches um, in Atlanta with adoration every week so it's just amazing of course the quest the quest has adoration here so
1: yes and call in with your prayer intentions we want to pray for you or call in and let us know that you're praying for the quest again that's 470-508-1160 com. and aren't some of those guardians still um, that were at the beginning still guardians at christ the king now
0: yeah so two years ago is amazing 25 years we celebrated the christ the king There were about 20 to 25 guardians that had been there all 25 years so just an absolute amazing mm-hmm. testament to uh to the guardians faith and um and dedication to christ mm-hmm.
1: I think so often people are afraid of committing an hour a week because it sounds like a lot. We have kids we have or you have work, you have um, you know schedule that changes a lot and it's hard to commit an hour of prayer to going to a chapel and praying before our Lord. but once you do it, I think it's just saying that there's twenty five still twenty five guardians that have been doing it for over twenty five years nonstop. Uh, Just shows how once you you start, you don't want to stop because you find that Christ just showers you with graces during that hour and packs it full with everything you need for your week.
0: Yeah, as St. Francis de Sales said, every one of us needs a half hour of prayer each day, except when we're busy, then we need an hour. So So
1: I think we all need an hour, right?
0: (laughs) Yes, and uh, Rachel, do we have some new donors?
1: We do indeed.
3: So thank you to... Elizabeth R. from Atlanta. Elizabeth donated in honor of Jeff and Jamie. Thank you, Elizabeth. Gary G. from Alpharetta. So Gary says, Jamie, please sing happy birthday in Italian. Oh, Yeah, oh, that's boy. my father-in-law. Uh, I, maybe I'll do that later. Um, <laughs> but thank you for the donation. All right. And then thank you to Kurt B. from Atlanta in honor of the Grebners And the Kellams from Atlanta. God
1: bless the Grebners and the Quest. Thank you so much, Catherine Kellum, and thank you so much to Kurt. We appreciate uh, the support. And then we also
3: have Grandma and Grandpa Grebner from Roswell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so uh, today we have uh, school was canceled, so all of our kids are at home with Grandma and Grandpa, so thank you. Hopefully they're all listening. A little bad weather had had school cancellations across the city, but um, but we're so thankful for for you grandma and grandpa for watching the kids and a little shout out to the kids uh joseph rose michael mary ann angelica and christina so uh thank you i'm sure hopefully you guys are all listening
1: so um when we talk about signing up for an hour i think um you know a lot of times people don't necessarily want to do middle of the night hour so why why did you choose to do middle of the night hour nocturnal adoration
0: Yeah well the middle of the night hour for me honestly is is just it's my most productive time to pray um as you can imagine the 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 day is very busy with kids and with work and just everything going on and um it it's just hard to get that hour solid where you can go deep in prayer, and so at night, I just fell in love with it. Um, it, it like I said, it's my most productive hour of my week. Um, and and to be honest with you, sometimes when the guardian, you know, behind me uh, didn't show, and I was able to spend two hours there, and I was doing that consistently for um, maybe for a month or two, I, I really dove into prayer even even that much deeper. Just the uh, the silence uh, of it. In the middle of the night is just uh, just tremendous.
1: It sounds crazy to get up in the middle of the night and go and pray, but I love the quote from Mother Angelica. She said, "Unless you are willing to do the ridiculous, God will not do the miraculous." And I, I think of that often because for many years I I I wanted. I told Jeffrey, I think you might need another hour. You're so tired. Um, You're falling asleep at the dinner table the day after you have your middle of the night hour. Don't you want to have a morning hour or an uh, early evening hour? But I'm so grateful that uh, Jeffrey stuck with it and um, stayed committed to it because I think over all these years, we've seen so much fruit from it. Just the sacrifice of time and even sleep. Christ, Christ is never outdone in generosity. And he's given us so much from that hour. Uh, One thing we learned the hard way was that if you have a middle of the night hour and you have a guest staying with you, you might want to warn them that you're going to be getting up in the middle of the night.
0: Yeah. So Jamie's grandmother was staying with us one time. And I think when I came back from my 3 a.m. hour, I opened the door and uh, let's just say I startled, her, I startled her pretty good. So it was a little scare in the house that night. But,
1: um, yeah, we learned so. you got to tell people if you're going to be getting up in the middle of the night.
0: <laughs> but about nocturnal adoration, coming from the book Insinu Yezu, um, Jesus' words to, to a priest, just how powerful nocturnal adoration is. Only in heaven will you know the worth of an hour so spent. Come to me then. Visit me and remain with me by night, and I will work for you and with you and through you by day. I definitely feel that through, throughout the day, when I'm tired or don't have any energy, I I know that Christ is just those graces that He gave me is pushing me through the day. Back to Christ's words: More souls are saved and liberated by adoration made during the night than by any other form of prayer. The prayer of adoration at night has the power and efficacy of that prayer made with fasting that i recommended to my apostles for this reason the demons fear and hate adoration made at night while the angels rejoice over it and place themselves at the service of the soul who desires to do it so i don't know about you but i'm happy to do anything that the demon, demons fear and hate so i am uh i'm happy to be a part of that
1: Well, thank you for listening to The Quest. Uh, This is the Spring Pledge Drive. Seek His Kingdom. If you want to call in, it's 470-508-1160. Or go to questalana.com
0: And we'll throw it back to Rachel now.
1: Yeah, we've got, we've got some new donors and
3: an exciting announcement. So thank you to, you guys might need to help me with the pronunciation. It looks like the Malmans from Bakersfield, California. All right, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, And they say, we love Adoration too. It's where my husband asked me to be his girlfriend.
0: All right. Nice. So
3: very nice there. And then thank you to Louise from Atlanta. Louise says, shout out for adoration from Louise. It has transformed my life awesome so thank you guys so much and if you feel the same way if adoration has changed your life please call in and support this radio station um the number again is 470-508-1160 and as we've mentioned in here a couple times we have an adoration chapel right here in our building the wall in this room touches the wall that the chapel of the wall of the chapel so we are very close to our lord and please um just call in and support the quest Yep. I, I actually, sorry, one more thing. I just got a message that we have um, a generous match from two donors. So the next $2,200 will be matched dollar for dollar. So this is the perfect time. If you're wondering if you should call in, this is your sign you should. 470-508-1160. <laughs>
0: so thank you to the Maumens. And your story is uh, is common, actually, the Christ the King Chapel. There's been several stories of engagements in uh the actual adoration chapel and of course you um you starting your relationship in there and
1: and also couples meeting in the chapel.
0: Yes, we, yeah, we know many of them and obviously, you know, we started our relationship going to adoration, so uh so yeah, it's a romantic little chapel actually.
1: It's a great start to your relationship.
0: So we're going to um break here for a little bit, but after the break we um uh we do want to share a few more uh miracle and uh I guess, the power of intercessory prayer stories. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies.
3: You are amazing and wonderful and enough. I think oftentimes we fall into comparison traps and we think I'm not good enough or I'm not like this person. Sally has her kids in dance or Sarah's kids are on honor roll, whatever, like the Lord knows that you are who's best for your children, right? And your main goal as a mom is to get your kids to heaven. It It doesn't really matter. Like when you get to heaven St. Peter's not like, hey, did you play five seasons of soccer? No, oh, you had a bad mom. (laughs) Or were you on the honor roll? Oh, your mom didn't try hard enough with those flashcards. No, your job as a mom is to love your children. Help them to know, love, and serve our Lord and get them to heaven. And the best mom you can be is accepting who you are. Be the best you you can be. You can't be Cameron Frat. You would be a horrible Cameron Frad. I can't be my friend, Julia, who's amazing and wonderful. I need to be me. So be you, be
4: yourself, and uh, get your kids to have it. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com.
2: It's here! You're listening to AM 1160 The Quest. This is Seek His Kingdom, your Atlanta Catholic radio station's spring pledge drive. We are here to journey together with you and take your calls in support of AM 1160 The Quest. Stay tuned for more great local content and call in to support your Catholic radio at 470-508-1160 to get your pledge in. Check out the schedule and interview lineup on thequestatlanta.com. You can click the donate button to pledge a donation or call 470-508-1160. Help the quest to build up his kingdom. It's not too late. If you're listening, you know you're enjoying. So be part of this important mission today.
4: 470-508-1160. God bless. Did you know that your body has a theology? Next time you attend a wedding... Pay close attention and you'll hear the priest ask the bride and groom, Are you prepared to accept children lovingly from God? When the bride and groom respond, I am, they declare an openness to bringing life into the world. In the marital act, openness means fully giving oneself and receiving the other. No barriers, no holding back, including one's fertility. Today artificial contraception is used to intentionally prevent pregnancies. This contradicts the promise made by the bride and groom at the altar. Marriage and children belong together, and by being open to life while also practicing self-control, spouses express themselves in the fullest way made possible by God. Total and fruitful love. For more on the theology of the body, you can find us at creativecatholicworks.org.
2: It's a good day, good day to be alive. Sing now. So let's do more than just survive.
3: That's
0: what I'm saying. Okay, welcome back. Again, this is Jeff and Jamie Grebner and we're happy to be here on The Quest talking about adoration. Thank you so much for all the donors. You guys are doing great. Uh have we have we met our 20 goal yet?
3: We have not met our 20 yet. We're about at 16. Do you want to hear a couple new donors that came in during break? All right. Thank you to Tim P. from Atlanta. Thank you to Suzanne C. from Hoshton. Thank you to Bridget Burke K. um, from Atlanta, Elena S. from Mableton, and Aaron S. From Mapleton, um, that puts us about sixteen or seventeen. Our goal is twenty this hour. What are we going to do about this?
0: All right, we're just going to have to step up. You know, I, I really want to ring this bell, so we got to get there. We got to double it this this uh, second half of the hour. But thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you, uh, Suzanne, and thank you to all those that are that are donating. This is this is great.
1: So uh, we wanted to share a little bit about. Uh, some life-changing moments in adoration for us.
0: So yeah, you don't, um, you don't spend 15 or so years going to adoration every week and, and not have some great stories to, uh, to pull from, right? So, um, so we have a few personal stories that we'd like to share. Um, and you know, some of them are some miracle stories, but, but most of all, just the uh, power of intercessory prayer.
1: And if you're listening, call in. If you want to support The Quest, it's 470-508-1160 or go to thequestalana.com. So after, um, once we had two children, I couldn't get up in the middle of the night with Jeffrey and go to adoration with him. So Jeffrey encouraged me to get my own hour. And uh, so I took a Saturday 8 p.m. slot. And that was hard to take because, you know, there's always things that seem to come up on Saturday night, Uh, but... I was grateful that Jeffrey encouraged me to go. I think every mom out there knows how hard it is to get out the door to find carve out time for prayer and uh Jeffrey encouraged me to uh, to take that time so that I would um you know be able to s- fill myself with um what gr- what Christ wanted to give me. So I would head off um Saturday night to go to my hour. I think over the years I brought I've brought all six babies to adoration with me at some point. And uh, being with your baby in adoration and nursing them and looking down at your baby, and you you know—you love your baby so much, you're, you're adoring your baby, and then you look up and you're adoring Christ, and you know that Christ is looking at you with those same eyes of love as you look at your own child. It's a really powerful experience. So one time I was in adoration on my own and just pouring out my heart to Christ, thanking him for everything he's given us, uh, his many, many blessings. And um, so at the end of my prayer, I said, Lord, you have given us so much. What can I do for you? And clear as day in that adoration chapel, I heard him say, have another
0: child. So that hour wasn't only life changing, it was uh, life creating, actually.
1: Yeah, and that child... um, Later on, when we were trying to uh, name that child, uh, we were at, kind of at a standstill. Jeffrey really wanted the name Michael. It's a great and name. It, it is a great name, but no offense to all the Michaels out there. I just felt like there were so many Michaels.
0: Hey, listen, if your name is Michael, call in now 470 508 1160. Call in and donate and shout out Michael as a great name.
1: So we are. Uh, Jeffrey wanted Michael and I was a little, I I was unsure just because of how popular the name was. So we were at a standstill and I head off to my 8 p.m. Saturday night hour and I, you know, kneeling before Christ, I say, Lord, um, we're at a standstill with the name. What do you want to name this child? Because it's it's a discernment process. We always ask our Lord, what is the name of our child? And so we're asking him, what do you want to name this child? And I kind of move on from that prayer, knowing that he's going to answer it. And I pull out my prayer book to say some other prayers. I open my prayer book, and it goes straight to a picture of St. Michael the Archangel. So I knew that this child's name is Michael.
0: That's right. It was funny because that same night, I had kind of relented and said, Okay, God, if Jamie just can't get on board with the name Michael, I will be open to other names. And so, at the same time, I was open. Jamie comes home with this with this great story from Adoration.
1: Of course, the first thing he says to me when I come home from Adoration is, "You know, we don't have to name him Michael if you really want this other name. I'm open to that." And I thought for a second, "Oh, maybe I don't need to say the story." But I, no, just joking. I mean, I knew I was going to tell him the story. But um, so,
0: so we love that God chose His name to be Michael, and He is definitely a Michael. He loves swords, loves wrestling with his brother. Uh, he's, he's definitely our little Michael.
1: He's definitely a defender and a, a fighter. So he, God definitely named him.
0: So before we uh, head to our another story, we'll head over to Rachel.
3: Yes. So more donors to announce. Thank you to Beth H. from Atlanta. Thank you to Viola S. from Mableton in honor of Jeff and Jamie um john h this is in honor of the grebners uh he says this is john from 9 p.m thursday adoration
0: all right john thank you
3: and then natalie l from smyrna in honor of jamie and jeff and mary m and you know what that puts us at for count that is our 23rd right, donor all, right, the bell. The
0: bell. all right thank you to everyone so much for Allowing me to ring that bell.
1: I wish everyone could see the smile on Jeffrey's <laughs> face. Yeah. Thank you so much for all, all your uh, support here for the quest. We're so grateful that you're listening and so grateful that you can support a station that wants to bring Christ to others.
0: And so we have, uh, fast forward a few years for us, um, we were pregnant with our sixth child and uh, we went to our 20-week ultrasound and we got a little bit of unfortunate news.
1: Yeah, so the technician was doing the ultrasound and didn't say anything, and she left. And then the doctor comes in and says to me, you have placenta accreta, which means that the placenta is growing into the uterus. And she says, uh, you're going to have to have a C-section and a complete hysterectomy. Otherwise, you could uh, bleed to death. And, and in, she said, you know, in a few weeks, you're going to have to come back you know, I say, is there any way that this can go away? Can, you know, is there anything you can do? She said, no, it, but it can get worse. So you can, you might have to come back in a couple of weeks and um, do another ultrasound to make sure that it hasn't, the placenta accreta hasn't gotten worse and grown into your organs. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, there's, there's a very uh, danger any early labor there would uh cause her to bleed and the bleeding just wouldn't stop. And so it was very, uh, very, very dangerous. And, um, and obviously just the fact that, um, you know, we'd have to go through surgery and losing, and the hysterectomy was, was obviously not ideal. And so we turned, of course, to prayer, the power of intercessory prayer.
1: I remember going to adoration and placing everything at Christ's feet and just saying, Lord, whatever you want, if this is your will, I'm okay with it. Jeffrey and I are okay with it, but I know I can ask. And so I asked Christ, Lord, if, if it's your will, We ask that you heal me. And, um, you know, I placed everything on his feet, the baby, my, my uterus, everything. And said, Lord, take what you want, um, and do with it as you will.
0: And so we decided to do a novena to blessed Solanus Casey.
1: I had a friend that suggested blessed Solanus Casey because, uh, he was a new saint.
0: Mary M. I think she was a donor.
1: Yes. Thank you, Mary for suggesting that. And, and then on, and Melissa as well. And, um, and so we did a, a novena to Blessed Solanus Casey and to Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception. And on the ninth day, if, at the end of the novena to Our Lady uh, and asking for the intercession of Blessed Solanus Casey, I went to Mass. It was the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. So it was,
0: yeah, so it was like in two two and a half years ago. It was you know in December. It was it was snowing that day. Everything was canceling. Uh, Atlanta was going crazy because there was some snow on the ground, and and here's Jamie gathering up all five kids, pregnant, get in the minivan. We're we're going to Holy Spirit for mass. It's day nine. Uh, Blessed Solanus is going to help us out.
1: So, uh, I went to mass. It was a beautiful mass for the feast, and afterwards, um, my friend Mary said, um, "Father Traga at Holy Spirit is can pray over you if you want and pray for healing." So I asked. For i was happy to ask father traga to pray for me so father traga from holy spirit prayed over me for healing and um and so in a couple weeks later and you know one thing about all this is that we had reached out to many many people to pray for us uh our regina chaley community was praying for us um and we had reached out to all the adoration guardians at christ the king to pray for us and so we had many people coming before our lord in the blessed sacrament and interceding for us.
0: And I don't think I've ever prayed so hard <laughs> uh, during adoration, or um, so so concentrated. Um, just, just really for God's will more than anything. Um, but but again, you know, you have that opportunity now. Uh, you can call in four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. You can give us uh, the, the prayers that you would like us to pray for, and we have this adoration chapel right next door. Uh, someone praying right now where we can, we can pray for your, your, um, your intercessions.
1: So at the power of intercessory prayer. So a couple weeks later, I had the follow-up ultrasound and the technician came in and then the technician left and got the doctor and the doctor came back and said, well, it doesn't look like you have any placenta accreta anymore.
0: A true miracle. It
1: was, uh, yes, it was miracle. And, uh, I, I, we have to say that, While we were overjoyed, we weren't shocked because we had so many people praying for us. We knew that if it was God's will, he could do it. And um, Father Traga said, after I told him that I had been healed, he said, well, it was because of the faith. And I didn't take that to be the faith of my faith or even Jeffrey's faith. I took it to be the faith of all those who had been praying for us, everyone who had gotten down on their knees before Christ and, and interceded for us. We were so grateful for those prayers.
0: Yeah, so just the power of adoration and prayer as an instrument of faith in our lives and your lives. Um it, it's been great again. Uh like we said it's been life-changing and I'm sure all of you have your own miracle stories in your own life having to do with adoration or otherwise. Um it's just tremendous how God can can come in our lives and and be a part of it. So again, uh we are Jeff and Jamie Grebner. We're on the quest Atlanta Phone number to call in 470 508 1160 thequestatlanta.com. We want to keep getting those donations in, and we have a few new donors.
3: Yes, we, oh. yes, we do. Um, and as you said, Mary M. from Atlanta was in support of the Grabeners. I forgot to read that note, but thank, thank you, Mary. You, Mary. <laughs> and Imelda B. from Atlanta in honor of Jeff and Jamie. Thank you, Amelda. So you guys have an anonymous donation from Sandy Springs. And the note here is for Jeff and Jamie, my husband proposed at the Holy Spirit Chapel.
0: Oh, wonderful. Awesome.
3: I love that. Thank
0: you, anonymous.
3: Yeah. So thank you to all our donors. Please keep calling 470-508-1160. And hey, maybe you're an adoration guardian. Why don't you do this? Why don't you call in uh, 470-508-1160 and leave in your note why you love adoration? Tell us that and we can read it on air.
0: Do we have any update on the on the twenty two hundred matching?
3: Um, ask me again in a minute, and I'll get the update okay, for okay. you. Okay,
0: very good. Um, yeah,
1: we're supporting the quest because we need a Catholic radio station here in Atlanta. We need it so people can tune into something that keeps their mind on the good, the true, the beautiful. Scripture says that that's what we want to have our mind on, things that lift it to our Lord. And that's what the quest does. Every time you tune in, there's something that you can listen to that will um, inspire you, that will help you. And where else can we share our local stories of miracles and um, the amazing things that Christ is doing in the Atlanta Archdiocese?
0: So a particular, uh, I guess, aspect I alluded to it before of adoration is is benediction. I absolutely love benediction. I love the prayers involved, and uh, I just I just love uh, being a part of it. And Jamie, you have a you have a really neat story when you when you were studying abroad in Rome, Italy, about uh, benediction.
1: Yeah. So benediction is when uh, at the end- of adoration the priest takes christ and he blesses everyone uh, with the monstrance and well actually uh, a cool thing i learned from a brother at mother angelica shrine is that the humeral veil which is the the rectangular cloth that the priest puts on for benediction it covers his shoulders his arms and over his hands and he holds on to the monstrance with the humeral veil and then um, does the sign of the cross with the body of Christ, and the reason for that is to show that it is Christ bless, truly blessing us and not the priest so that 's what the humoral veil is for so it, um, when I was in studying abroad in Rome, I was in one of the uh, piazzas, and um, pretty much every piazza has has a church there so it was there's a ton of people out there, lots of people socializing. Um, you know, just enjoying the day. And I went over to the church and decided I wanted to say hi to Christ. So I walked into the church and there in this church was benediction going on right then and there. And I couldn't believe it because there were so many people outside and it was like inside there was Christ and he was with three people. There was the priest altar server and one other person probably the mother or the father of the altar server i don't i don't know but and then and then me and um i thought do people outside know what is going on in here if they knew would they come in and kneel down and adore our lord it was just a um to see christ there and realize that he's He he could have been he was almost alone in there, um, other than the three people. Um, And I think this is why you know we we encourage so many people to just even just to stop in the Adoration Chapel to say Christ. Or if you're going by a church, stop in the church, kneel down before the tabernacle. Christ is in the tabernacle. Of course, um, he's hidden in the tabernacle. Our daughter Rose, uh, she she told me that she tends to. Uh, get a little teary-eyed at the end of adoration when Christ is put in back into the tabernacle, and asked her why, and she said, "Well, because I can't see Him anymore. I know He's there, but I can't see Him." So it is a gift in adoration that you can be face to face with our Lord.
0: Yeah. So adoration, especially Christ the King, been, can can very much be like that. <clears throat> the uh, the hustle and bustle of of Peachtree Street right outside that that chapel. And, uh, but you know, we're inside, we're, we're with Jesus. And I think Jesus is calling in, calling us in, uh, to that conversation, to that communion with him. Um, so very powerful over, um, very powerful stories. And we'll kick it back to Rachel now.
3: Yeah, we have some donors and we're getting a lot of out of state donors right now. So you guys have That's some great. good friends listening from all over. Yes, thank you. Over. Um, thank you to Joanna W. from Yadley, Pennsylvania. Joanna says, thank you, Jamie and Jeff, for inspiring us to grow in our faith. Thank you so much. And then we have Anne B. from Greensboro, North Carolina, in honor of Jeff and Jamie.
0: All right. Thanks, Anne.
3: Robin L. from Marietta. Nora S. from Atlanta. Gina and Sergio A. from South Pasadena, California. For the Grebners, thank you for the example of your love of Christ. Thank you so much. And then we also have Jennifer Kay from St. James, New York. Know the Malmans and the Graveners. Um, And to answer your question earlier, Jeff, we're a little under $800 away from the match. So we are getting there. We're very close. Remember, that match is $2,200. So please call in and let your dollar go twice as far. That number, again, is 470-508-1160, or you can even go to thequestatlanta.com. And you can leave a little note for Jeff and Jamie or tell us about your adoration experience. Uh, But please go on. Call in. 470-508-1160.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much. Thank you to all the donors, all the out-of-state ones listening in. That's uh, that's fantastic. Your support in Catholic Radio, especially here in Atlanta, uh, it's wonderful. We um, a quick story in regards to Mother Angelica, and you know when she built the shrine over in Alabama. I hope everyone's had the chance to go over there in Hansville, Alabama, the shrine of the Blessed Sacrament. Well, when she built it, uh, many of you may know this, but Uh, She wanted the largest monstrance. She wanted to show Christ off in the largest monstrance in the world. And so she desired that. So she called this company in Italy, who who I guess specializes in large monstrances, and she called them and said, hey, I want the largest monstrance in the world. And, And the company said, well, we can make you a large one, but ours is the largest, so we'll have to give you the second largest. And she said, okay, I'll take that. So yeah,
1: if you go to the um the shrine in Hansville, Alabama and you look up it, the monster is so far away you don't realize how big it is. But it is the second largest one in the world.
0: Yeah, it's amazing um just how, how beautiful that is and, and the nuns over there who are praying twenty four seven uh for us are definitely a, a great example. But um back over to Italy now, I think I think Jamie has uh was able when she was in Rome, she was able to go visit Another Eucharistic miracle uh, over in Orvieto.
1: Yes, uh, Orvieto is one of those Eucharistic mi- miracles where the priest was saying mass and he started doubting the true presence of Christ in the Eucharist, and the host began to bleed. And so they in Orvieto they ha- still have the bloody host in a monstrance to on display for adoration, and um, I you know, it's not that far outside of Rome. So I took a day trip out there and it's city up on the hill. And I, I, the city was so honest, this little tall, small town was so unassuming. You would have no idea that this huge miracle had occurred there. Um, You know, the, you know, it was fun to see the kids on the piazza playing soccer. And then I go walk into the church and there is this amazing miracle of the, the bloody host Christ's body bleeding for us to see that he truly is present in the Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity
0: of Christ. And we know over time there's been hundreds, if not thousands, of Eucharistic miracles. Um, Blessed Carlo Acutis is known for putting together a website of of all the Eucharistic miracles across across the world. And uh, I, I think our kids love the story about St. Clair of Assisi when her when her town was uh getting ransacked by some some foreigners she she went to the chapel brought out the monstrance and uh and then the pirates went away. And
1: she held the monstrance up from the top tower to the attackers and a, a huge light shone out from the monstrance from Christ and scared away all the attackers coming. Uh, There's, you know, Eucharistic miracles are a great thing to share with your children. They love them. And there's a a book out there that has all the Eucharistic miracles in it. And we'll pick stories from it to share with the kids every once in a while. And a friend of mine said that... um, that book, with all the Eucharist of Miracles, is one of her daughter's favorites to flip through and, and look at during adoration, her Adoration Hour.
0: We're getting close to wrapping up, so Rachel?
1: Yeah, we are. So a couple more donors. Thank you to
3: Jackie D. from Atlanta. Jackie's son listens from work and enjoys it greatly and shares info with her. So thank you, Jackie, for your donation. Um, Bob and Jean K. from Camarillo Lane, California Jamie, this is your grandmother in support of your guys' work Yes,
0: thank you Thank you, you Grandma thank you. and Grandpa Could be the same grandma that got a little scared
3: <laughs> Yes, I think so <laughs> And then we also have Daniel W. from Marietta Daniel says, in honor of Jeff and Jamie and their work for the Archdiocese This is a new monthly donor Do you know what that means we get to oh, do? Oh, wow, we're in There's the a bell, a little yellow Jamie. bell in here, Jamie oh, you Go ahead, Jeffrey oh, okay, I know you okay. like
0: Daniel W., this is for you
3: all right. And I see more coming in, but you know what? Go on. While this is being typed in, please call 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com.
0: And um, we we have a little bit of, of a special prayer here at the end to kind of close our hour. Um, so we want to jump right into that. So uh, like I mentioned, I love Benediction. Um, and so we wanted to share with you some some prayers for from Benediction to kind of close our hour here. So again, thank you so much to everyone. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be God.
1: Blessed be God.
0: Blessed be his holy name.
1: Blessed be his holy name.
0: Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man.
1: Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man.
0: Blessed be the name of Jesus.
1: Blessed be the name of Jesus.
0: Blessed be his most sacred heart.
1: Blessed be his most sacred heart.
0: Blessed be his most precious blood.
1: Blessed be his most precious blood.
0: Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar.
1: Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar.
0: Blessed be the Holy Ghost the Paraclete.
1: Blessed be the Holy Ghost the Paraclete.
0: Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy.
1: Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy.
0: Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception.
1: Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception.
0: Blessed be her glorious assumption.
1: Blessed be her glorious assumption.
0: Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother.
1: Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother.
0: Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse.
1: Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse.
0: Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints.
1: Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Tantum ergo
2: sacramentum, venere mucer nui, et antiquum documentum, no voce dat ritui, prest et fides supplementum sensum defectui. Genitori genitoque, laced jubilatio, salut, honor, virtus quoque, sited benedictio, procedente abutroque, compartit laudatio. Amen.
0: in the name of the father, father and the son and the, father, holy, the holy spirit, spirit. Amen. amen so thank you again so much especially all the family members and out friends. of town and friends uh you guys have been amazing this has been a joy to be on uh the quest thank you to rachel for having us
3: thank you guys um and stay tuned for our next hour of seek his kingdom coming up after this short break